Welcome to Santos Brothers Eat, food worth mentioning. Where Chef Jeff and his brother Kenny talk about their amazing adventures eating and tasting food that is so incredible, they have got to just share it with the world. My mouth is salivating already. All right, everyone, welcome back to Santos Brothers Eats. I'm Kenny Santos. I'm here with my brother, Chef Jeff Santos. How are we doing, Jeff? Not too bad. And yourself, Ken? I'm doing really, really good. And this is a, awesome. this is a podcast. We're going to talk about food worth mentioning. And uh, we're going to be talking about, we made another visit to Hillcrest Mall to the Street Eats Market. That's what it's called, right? The Street Eats Market? It is Street Eats Market. Yep, that is it. Yeah. So they're going strong every weekend. Rain or shine. Friday yeah. to Sunday, um, you go to Street Eats, uh, you can find them on on uh, Instagram or, you know, they have a website, but uh, thank goodness yeah. for doing these fun things. And, oh, right. and, and like you said, rain or shine or cold, uh, it's January, uh, actually February now, but when we yeah. went, it was January and it was like negative, I think it was negative eight or 10 when we went there and it's still currently in the negative double digits uh, these yeah. past weekends. Yeah, but it's still, you know, it's still going on and there's people mm-hmm. still visiting. And there's a reason why people are still visiting Street Eats Markets because the food is so incredibly amazing. And not only that, they have a great system on pre-ordering. Yes. So why don't we um, talk about that a little bit, Jeff? Uh, how, do, how do we pre-order? What, we, what do we do? Yeah, so in order for, for, the, for you to pre-order is you go on their main website and they have all the vendors. So right now on their website, and on the, t- on the top, it says Six Spice Rack, the Arepa Republic, Born to Eat, El Bosco, and there's about nine more. And they each say, click to order online. And, and what's the website, also, Jeff? Hold on a second. It is Street Eats Market. So all one word, streeteatsmarket.com. Excellent, yeah. And just scroll down and you'll see all the, the uh, vendors that are available. Most of them say, click to order online. Some also, also only say, curbside pickup only. Mm-hmm. So, so basically what you do, you, you put your, your, and oh, there's one that also says, oh, there's two that say walk-up orders. So it's a mixture of um, curbside, uh, order online, or even walk-up. Yes, um, and you can walk up. You can walk up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it remember, it's one of those types of events that's, uh, you know, we're, we're doing our best to social, be socially distanced. So I'd say if you can, you know, pre-order it. It's, you don't even have to leave your car if you don't want to. No. Yeah, that is right. So yeah, so when you order online, you you pick what you want. Um, there's some areas to customize. Like for example, Diane and I, Diane doesn't like cilantro and uh, sometimes not green onions. So depending on what we know what it, what it is, uh, we will specify no green onions or no cilantro or you customize any way you want. Um, you pay for it in advance in credit card. And then when you get there, there's about, I think 10 or 15 designated curbside pickup spots you park in your spot, either call or text them and tell them what spot you're on. You give them your order number. And then with a few minutes, you'll see them come out of the truck and they come to your spot and they just can verify your order. And then you either like leave your, your trunk open or your back door. Or you just wait for them and they can hand it to you that way. Yeah. And, and you know, it's all taken care of for you on the email that comes out. All the instructions are there, but basically you order at Street Eats Market, you're going to get an email with instructions. You show up, you know, just like Jeff said, there's, you know, just be, especially now at times, just because it's so cold, not everyone's sticking around. So it's easy to find a parking spot. One yeah. Doesn't need a spot. You, you sit in there. And my recommendation is that if you, if you want to eat at the festival or at the market, 
get out of the designated parking spot where people oh, are yeah. picking up foods. Like, you know, park somewhere else. That's what we did, actually. Yeah, we, we picked right. up our food and then we kind of wanted to eat together, but we also wanted to be socially responsible and we did keep our 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 distance you know we traded yeah. some food and and you'll see a picture we actually went to a far end of the parking lot and we backed up our our cars were probably eight ten feet apart right jeff what do yeah, you think that's right yeah i'm looking at the picture now yeah 18 feet apart yeah yeah and, and then uh, i'm seeing my trunk uh ken's in the backseat of, of, of the uh of the rav mm-hmm. and yeah we're eating and we're just socially distanced yeah and we it's a way for us to you know share a meal together but also be responsible and mm-hmm. do that properly and so we're able to do that and so should we just talk about the food that we ate jeff yeah let's do it let's so do it i want to lead it off and yes one of go ahead the one of my most favorite i think it's one of your favorite food trucks is six spice rack yes six spice rack they have just a monster monster lineup and really really awesome and good food and do you know the story behind them jeff or no I actually don't. Um, do you? Actually, I was just doing a little bit of research, basically. And basically, they were a father-son duo. Some Indian food. They actually, they had a, a nonsense, uh, T-Dot's nonsense food truck. Oh, is that, is that theirs originally as well? I bu- yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. And okay. they, you know, uh, I remember they have awesome food. And it's basically, it's a fusion truck. It's another one of those fusion trucks with um, uh, an East Indian kind of flair to it. And what really reaches out to me is I remember, I believe that uh, they showing at the Mac and Cheese Fest, they didn't actually showcase their surf and turf mac and cheese at mm-hmm. the Mac and Cheese Fest. They showcased their butter chicken mac and cheese. Have you had that, Jeff? If it's from nonsense, then yes, I have. I remember you're right. They, uh, if, if, if they're nonsense originally, I've seen them. Many, I've, I've actually had their food many times at various uh, ah, uh, so food trucks. Go. Now, yeah. um, now, if I'm incorrect, I'm going to have to edit this out. But are, are, is, is Six Spice, are they the ones that made this, the, the Cinnabon? Yes, they are. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Um, so good. Yes. The, the, yeah. the Cinnabon snack, stack. That's right. Cinnabon stack. Yeah. yeah basically a cinnamon roll that, with so. other, uh, with it's like a, a cinnamon roll on steroids. Wasn't there bacon or ham or anything? Or something? There was bacon on it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh wolf, man. That's so yeah. It's bad. a vanilla ice cream, whiskey, caramel sauce, score crunch, smoked bacon bits on a soft Cinnabon. Um, and that's when they were pivoting because they were, they wanted to be part of this uh, thing, ice cream festival or something like that. And yeah. because they're a savory truck, um, they decided, you know what, let's try something different. And they, they came up with this amazing concoction. Yeah, it was the ice cream festival. Yeah. And because they don't, do, don't, they don't do desserts normally, the chef there said, you know what, let me try this thing. And we loved it. We actually went there just for this item. Absolutely. And it's such a good, it's such a good meal. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember when you described it, I was thinking to myself, gee, I, I really wish that I tried that. And I believe if you guys want to check it out, this is episode 13 of season one, Street Eats Market Ice Cream Festival. There we go. Check that out there when Jeff talks about that. But I had their surf and turf mac and cheese, their lobster mac and cheese. As far as the mac and cheese goes and how it tasted, I actually remember eating their their butter chicken mac and cheese, which is very very good. Well, how, do you remember Jeff how that tasted? By the way, because oh, it, I, I'm a great fan of uh, of uh, butter chicken, and if I remember correctly, yeah, this had the true taste of butter chicken, 
but then it balanced it out with the mac and cheese itself. Uh, like both mac and cheese and the butter chicken were amazingly good, like on their own, but together they're just delicious. Yeah, and I wonder if Six Spice still offers that because I would love to have that once again. It's good. It's mm-hmm. really good. I want, They might not just because they have the surf and turf mac and cheese, which basically it's a lobster mac and cheese. It's very, very good. The, the, the mac and cheese is good. And of course they add that lobster in that. And then uh, I guess what is the, the surf part? Is that the bacon? Is that the surf? Yeah. Or, sorry, no, the, the, turf the, the turf, the turf part. Yeah. Yeah. The surf part's probably the bacon. And yeah. it's the bacon. So big. And what's interesting is this a lot of times lobster is a more subtle flavor. It's not like crab where it's like really strong. And, and bacon's a strong flavor. You think, well, you know, maybe the bacon might overpower that lobster. It doesn't really happen. You know, this is a solid, solid dish. It presents well. You're going to see the pictures on the Instagram feed. And it's something that is going to be a hit every single time. If you try it, you're not going to be disappointed that you had it. Would you agree with me on that, Jeff? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly right. Now, some of you may remember, but I actually ended up trying was oh what is it called they're crab cakes they're chili lime crab cakes and those are so good and and that's i actually like their crab cakes more so nice if i go back to six spice i shouldn't say if when i go back to six Mm -hmm. spice i'm probably gonna be eating their their crab cakes even though their lobster mac and cheese is so good and by the way that's episode 24 i remember eating those crab cakes with your son dylan so it's episode 24 of season one, Streetiest Market in Richmond Hill. Okay. I would give the mac and cheese. It's a really good. And I just can't give it a nine. I have to give it an 8.5. All right. There's, that's there's fair. better mac and cheese. Out. And 8.5 is so high, right? But, you know, when, when you're comparing it to, you know, places like, uh, you know, Basil Box or Dope is Duck, they, they're the ones that score the nines and the 10. Yes. And my goodness. I'll tell you, Six Spice Rack, they just have good, good food. Uh, I, I can't wait to eat there again. Like the, Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's almost unfair because when we go to these places, we always have a favorite truck, but we always want to try something else. And sometimes when we try another truck, it's not as good. And then when we come back to, the, to, the, to, to another festival and they're there, we're like, oh, wow, well, they're back again. And even though we think we won't have them soon enough, then all of a sudden, if they're there, we'll have them again. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's sort of weird, you know, that circle of life. It's like, ah, oh, we want to try other food, other trucks, but then when we see them, it's like, oh yeah, they're so good. Like we, we got to have them again. Oh my goodness! Like, have you had their their crab cakes, Jeff? Or no? I don't think so, because only because I, I do like crab cakes, but for me, I would rather get something else from okay. a food truck than than just crab cakes. So yeah. All right, I, I I recommend those. Those are very very high on the list. They're 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 easily a walk and eat type of food. So oh for sure yeah. This just their their crab cake cakes are extremely extremely good. They're chili lime. They're not that chili though, Jeff. So don't worry about okay. the spice. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. So what would okay, you good. mac and cheese, Jeff? What would you read the surf and turf mac and cheese? I, I think the same thing. Eight point five. Like uh, the portion that you gave myself and Diana to share, there was a nice big piece of lobster there. I do remember that. And, uh, and uh, oh, yeah, a nice lard on a bacon was there, too. And, oh, yeah, just taste-wise, the mac and cheese was, was delicious. Um, yes. Yeah, so you can't go wrong with ordering that. Um, and if they're ever at a food, fe- food truck festival that we're at, um, I'm going to know that if I don't like anything else or if I'm not excited about somewhere else, I could always go to Six Spice and get a, a meal that I'm very happy with. Yeah. So, yeah. And so um, 
And now they had a donuts out of that same, uh, same truck, right, Jeff? Yes. Yes. So another reason why we went on that weekend, I guess they partnered up with Beignet Toronto. Now Beignet, for those of you, sorry, Beignet Shop is, um, Beignet is, if you you think of Beignet, you think of donuts, but I just did some research here. And a beignet is different than a donut. Beignets are, so when you think of donuts, you usually think of a circle with a hole in it or like a, a, a jelly-filled donut or a Boston cream donut. Beignets are typically only square and they're deep fried. Then there's a bit less, I'm sorry, more yeast and less eggs. So that makes them a bit more lighter. So they're, they're called a tasty light little pillow of fried dough. Mm. Yeah, they were here for limited time. And we discovered that the weekend that we went was the last weekend we were there. So that's why we went to Hillcrest that weekend. Uh, but I'm on their Hillcrest, the streeteatsmarkets.com uh, right now. They're actually going to be back this weekend. Yeah. This so February 12th. Yeah. And I, I didn't even realize they're together because I had ordered, I had pre-ordered from the beignet shop and from Six Spice. Yeah. And I didn't realize they were out of the same truck. Um, but, uh, man, it, but man, they tasted good. Now, they offered a whole bunch of stuff over there, but you ended up, we're going to you know, lead into dessert just because I'm the one that's brought up the beignet shop. Yeah. Uh, I got basically their four pack of, I guess, regular beignets. And basically it's just the powdered sugar and you have a choice mm-hmm. of dipping sauce. I ended up getting the bl- blueberry ginger j- uh, dipping sauce. And I think the other choice was a strawberry, something else. Yeah. It was spiced strawberry. Yeah. So I got the blueberry ginger and yeah. uh, as far as uh, beignets go, I think there was like four of them for like seven bucks or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's what it does. Yeah. So. And um, you had a chance to taste it. What do you think, Jeff? I mean, it's just fried bread. You know? It's just fried bread. Yeah, I actually liked it. Um, yeah, it was just fried bread, sweetened a bit. Uh, and they were still nice and hot, even though we had the, the, we had the, the main course beforehand when we got to the beignets because we sort of kept them insulated. Yeah. Uh, they were still hot. And they tasted really good. Very, very good. Very, mm-hmm. very good. You actually had a special beignet. That yes. Shared. It's called so, the yeah, OMG. So, that's right. And yeah. on the, the description, it is a, a, it was a larger beignet. And it had dark chocolate almond toffee cheesecake stuffed inside. And then topped with powdered sugar, cocoa powder, and a Nutella, a Nutella espresso dip. Um, now, so we'll have a picture of it yes, to we'll show you picture. guys. Was that piped in, Jeff, you think? The, the cheesecake, stuff. yeah. yeah. So, so the actual cheesecake part was, stu- was stuffed in. And I okay. think they offered a dollop on the side as well as the Nutella espresso dip as well, like and uh, uh, on the side as well. Okay. So I ended up tasting that. The, the piece that I have, was that a third? I, didn't I believe so, yeah. I'll uh, uh, yeah. You, that tasted really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I love sweets and I love, you know, just a decadent amount of chocolate and caramel or whatever was on there. It was so good. And actually, if I think it would have been perfect if I had two of those bites, almost like a, like, I almost think if you had a whole one on your own, that might be a little bit too much after. A oh, meal. yeah. So it's, it, I think it'd be perfect. You know, if you're sharing a meal with someone, if you shared one of those, that's a good dessert. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I give that a nine, uh, a, a okay. really solid nine. It's a really good dessert. Yeah, me too. I, I yeah, I, I think t- actually for me, I think I, I give eight point five. I think f- I, no, no. I, oh. The reason why is because your beignets were fresh, because that's how they traditionally are. I think the ones that they make for for these special ones, 
they might have done it in the morning or maybe they had some like they do it every so often because they have to let them cool a bit in order to stuff with the cheesecake. Ah. So I wouldn't say it was stale, but it wasn't as fresh as, you, as, as your beignets were. Like they were still good, but I, I honestly enjoyed yours a bit better only because of the freshness side of it. I never considered that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So give it an 8.5. I really liked it. Okay. I really, really liked it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I recommend that they'll be there. I guess by the time this gets published, I'll actually be the Monday after, but it's yeah. going to be a pseudo permanent fixture over at street eats market. So uh, I, I don't think it'll be your last chance. Cause uh, no, so they are a beignet shop out of the six spice rack food. That's truck. right. And just let you know, everyone know as well. So they have, uh, they also, if you want a sweet one, they have a, it's called perfect matcha. So it's a uh, fresh off the fire beignets dipped in matcha glaze and powdered sugar and white chocolate curls. And they also offer a savory beignet, which is basically a, their version of uh, chicken and waffles. So it's a fried chicken uh, in, in a beignet itself. So yeah, so when you, when you go to streeteatsmarket.com, click on beignet shop and you'll see their full menu listing. You know what? I forgot to mention that. Yeah, they actually make sandwiches out of the out of those beignets, and the whole yeah. thought of that is absolutely mind blowing. I think that would <laughs> make some really. Good. And so, is it like fried chicken? Is what is that? What's in there, Jeff? Yep. Oh my goodness. I know. Yeah. yeah. Another pl- and jeez, it's out of six spice racks truck, so you know it's good food. It is, yeah. It's so good, right? So just a, just a great combo. Uh, but, you know, what did, uh, you know, I shared some uh, some mac and cheese with you. What did you end mm-hmm. up sharing with me? So we went to a truck called La Novella. Mm. And um, they are, I, ooh, I had this the site up. I forgot what, what background they are. Uh, La Novella. Latin, 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 Latin Fusion Experience. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, Latin Fusion Experience. And uh, so they had uh, tacos. And like Ken said, we wanted something that's sh- easily shareable. Uh, and Diane is a, good, a great fan of tacos. And we got the, the K-pop taco, which is ribeye, beef ribeye with carrots, cucumber, cilantro, and their cilantro crema. And we assumed that with, with, the, with the word K-pop, that it might have been like a an Korean spiced uh, beef. And... I wouldn't say it was a truly Korean spice, but just inspired by it. There was a bit of sweetness, just a bit of heat, uh, but it, it was delicious. And there was three portions for 15 bucks and you had one. And so what did you think of it, Ken? Well, I, I was actually eating the other thing first. Oh, okay. Those were the tostones. I had those first. And then I had this taco, the K-pop taco. Right. I remember just stopping and saying, these tacos are spectacular. And they are, it was so, so good. Like that. Nice. I remember eating that beef and thinking, wow, this is really, really good because you never know how good or bad it's going to be. You know, it just looks like a taco. So you never know. Exactly right. So that's something that I would get again in a heartbeat. I'm glad that you guys got that. Really, really. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Yeah. And Diane enjoyed that really well. So did I. And just let everyone know that they have a a huge taco menu. They have uh, carnitas. They have adobo chicken. They also have uh, a vegetarian with uh, black beans and, and, and plantains, uh, Baja chicken, La Bamba, which is Argentinian shrimp, uh, a deep fried ch- fish pad thai, and then a, uh, a fried chicken taco as well. Wow. So that's their, um, their taco menu. But I, 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 when I go to, like we said before, we go to food trucks, we want to try something different. And uh, I, I, I got a tostone witch. And I believe you mentioned uh, Tostones 
for another truck, didn't you, Ken? When you, when you and Dylan yeah, went? Yeah, yeah. When we and Dylan, so again, that's back in episode 24 of the Richmond Hill Street Eats Market. We ended up going to, it was a Cuban truck. I can't remember right now, but we ended that's where we had. El the, Bosco? Possibly, possibly. Mm. Um, so we had that at the Tostones. First time I've had it, basically like this, uh, like you take uh, plantains that are, uh, and you kind of make them into like almost like an almost pancakes or something like that. Yes. So for, for those who don't know, a plantain, uh, think of a larger size banana. Yeah. And the actual flesh of the banana is a bit more tougher because uh, it has a lot more starch. Um, and the only way, you can't eat a plantain raw. You have to, it has to be cooked um, or par cooked at least yeah. because it's just, it's just that tough. Uh, and the tostone, I think tostone, as, as Ken was saying, traditionally they're, you slice the plantain about an inch and then you flatten it a bit and then you deep fat fry it. Mm. And then from there you can season it either sweet or savory. So what uh, La Novella did, they actually, instead of cutting it into discs, like the natural shape of the plantain, from what I'm seeing, they actually sliced it on the, on, on the, the length side. Oh. So, so they actually got strips of plantain and they weaved it together and deep fried fried that so that's how they got sort of the, wow. the, the larger sandwich shape that sounds like hard work yeah yeah sort of yeah it so does you like a mandolin or something right to weave mandolin it. or a slicer or someone that has a very sharp knife and, and good knife oh, skills wow um but yeah a, a slicer or mandolin to do it fast mm-hmm. that's how i would i would do it um and yeah so a testone is the, the discs, but, and they, I don't know if it's trademarked, but they have the stone witch. Yeah. And they have a couple different ones. Uh, yeah. They have a chicken one. It looks mm-hmm. like a beef one and a pork one. And of course, just from the name of it, you end up getting the pork one, right? It's called. Yeah. Listen Lechona. to this. Roasted pork belly confit. Oh yeah. And some people, they don't know what confit is. What does that mean, Jeff? Confit basically is, is that you're actually cooking whatever item it is in it's usually in, in its own fat. So yes. like duck confit will be cooked in duck fat, uh, pork belly confit will be cooked in a bit of the pork fat, but of course a bit more oil as well. Mm. Um, and there's like garlic confit, but you need garlic doesn't produce on oil. So you need like olive oil, but basically it's cooked slowly in its own fat. So just the thought of it, I, I am so glad that you got that just mm-hmm. reading that roasted belly confit like how could you not get that like it's just yeah you know if you read that you're like yeah i'm gonna have to go to this truck i'm gonna have to get that because just the thought of that is incredible yeah so good and uh, it comes with some lettuce tomato some carrot and cucumber yeah um i guess that's you right get the cilantro because uh is that right because diana doesn't like it yeah, well, I, actually, the cilantro we didn't go on the tacos. I just had mine to stone which as is. Okay, and uh, it it was pretty big, like like size wise. I I was happy with the portion we we got from it. Nice. Um, and like I said, it was like slices of plantain on either side, and in the middle was the pork belly confit and, and everything else. Um, and for me, you know, it was different. Um, would I get it again? Maybe not. Um. I, I think the plantain had to be seasoned just a bit more, like the actual oh, yeah. plantain think, itself. Yeah. There should be more salt on that. There needs yeah. to be salt. And like whatever other a seasoning you'd like, but certainly salt. And there was nothing wrong with the testone, which the problem was it just got outclassed by the taco. The taco yeah. just stole it. Oh, so, for sure. 
So uh, that's that's all that happened. It's not like we, we were disappointed with that nope. particular Testone Witch. It's just that the taco tasted so much better. That's right. And uh, yeah, we I'll probably go visit that place again. Just looking at their different tacos makes like their their pad thai taco sounds so good. I mean, oh yeah, actually, whole it does. Stuff. Yeah, they have a shrimp taco. All of it, man. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd go back there in a heartbeat. Yeah. So basically, uh, you know, we, I guess we should rate the. T- did we rate the the taco? I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna give it a high score. <laughs> Ah, oh, the tacos. That that get that gets a nine from me. That gets awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well deserved nine. Yeah, I think nine nine all around. How about the lech- yeah. uh, the lechone, the tostone? Lechone, uh, the stone witch. I'd give it again. I, I give it seven, only because um, for me the, the, the plantain needed to be a, a bit more seasoned itself. Uh, everything else in the middle was delicious. The the plantain, the the part that held it together, just needed a bit more seasoning. Yeah, I'll give uh, it a seven point five. But yeah, yeah, good food. I'd visit them again. So we mm-hmm. it was a great. It was a great weekend. One because I got to see my brother, even though it was six feet away. Most, uh, you know, six feet or yep. more away. And then, uh, of course, we got some good, good food. So it was just a great weekend of eating food worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. If uh, you're getting value from our podcast, you know, if you if you listen to what we're we're talking about and you actually go eat the food or or even if you just like the recommendations, we invite you to do something simple. Just like, subscribe, share, a comment, leave us a rating, you know, wherever you listen to it. It really helps us get the word out. It's a way for you to support our podcast. You can do so for free. Isn't that right, Jeff? That is right. And then until next time, remember this quote from Julia Child. People who love to eat are always the best people. Yes, and that, of course, includes my brother, Chef Jeff Santos. And I'm his brother, Kenny Santos, and you as well, if you love to eat food worth mentioning. Thanks a lot, everybody. All right, take care. You've been listening to The Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning. I might have that next time I go there. Like, it's so good. It's so <laughs> good.